Welcome to Gen Z Hoops. Today, we're joined by our Atlantic Division expert, Chris D'Ambrosio, here to break down the past week of NBA action for the Celtics, Knicks, Nets, Raptors, and 76ers. Chris, a lot of your teams are pretty busy to the trade deadline. The rich got richer. A lot of teams made some moves that really putting them in a good spot as, the, as we're near the end of the season. What were the biggest things that you would think happened for, for the Atlantic Division after the trade deadline? Yeah, John, I, I guess I can give you a little bit about each team and maybe I can even assign a grade. Uh, we can call it uh, Teacher Tuesday just because I'm going to be giving out grades in this case. Um, so let's start with the Brooklyn Nets. Um, the Brooklyn Nets, I'm going to give an A. Uh, while the Nets did not make any moves at the trade deadline, they found a way to make their dream team even more of a dream. They added LaMarcus Aldridge in the buyout market. Is LaMarcus Aldridge the player he once was? No. Is he still a good NBA player that can contribute to a title contender? Absolutely. Uh, he can stretch the floor with his ability to make fadeaway jumpers, and his veteran presence in the locker room will always be a great addition to any team. So while Blake Griffin and LaMarcus Aldridge are both out of their primes, the Nets are absolutely stacked with talent and managed to get LaMarcus Aldridge without giving up any assets. So I'm giving the Brooklyn Nets an A. Another team that's also been, obviously been really good in your division all year and also made some moves at the deadline were the Sixers. What kind of grade are you thinking of giving them? I'm going to give the 76ers an A-. The 76ers traded up for George Hill in a three-team trade with the Thunder and Knicks. The assets they gave up are a few second-round picks, Vincent Poirier, Terrence Ferguson, and Tony Bradley. None of these assets have any contribution to their championship hopes besides Tony Bradley, who was starting to show promise as an extremely efficient center before they traded him. But the 76ers received George Hill, uh, who is a player that can be a good addition to really any team. He plays good defense, though not as good as he once did. He's still a very solid defender. He can shoot the lights out of the ball, especially from three. Uh, he actually led the league in three-point percentage last season with the Bucks. And George Hill can run the point guard very effectively when Ben Simmons is off the floor. The Sixers no longer need to rely on Shake Milton for, uh, as to run the point as the sole backup. And with more attention on George Hill, Shake Milton can become more effective. Great addition for the Sixers without giving up much. So I'm giving the 76ers an A-. Some pretty high grades so far, but now as we get into some of the teams maybe that haven't been doing so well this season, I'm gonna, I'd imagine these grades start to drop a little bit. What do you really think about the, Celtic, uh, the Celtics who maybe start off the season maybe as a team with an A, ended it off maybe with closer to an F, but what, what, what was the trade deadline like for them? I'm giving the Boston Celtics a B-. The Celtics acquired Evan Fournay by giving up bets like Daniel Tice, Jeff Teague, and Javante Green. While they didn't sacrifice too much to get Fournier, they fell short of the talent that they could have landed with their trade exception money. They could have tried to land a guy like uh, Vucevic or Aaron Gordon. Those players would have significantly increased their playoff and championship hopes. But a guy like Evan Fournier, I don't think he'll be enough. He can score, although he did go scoreless in his Celtics debut, but he's not an extremely impactful player that can uh, make all the difference, especially for a team like the Celtics that needs that big difference maker. I'm giving the Celtics a B minus. Interesting stuff there. And how about the New York Knicks who, who maybe were expected to make some more moves than they did, but what did you, what did you, what did they kind of net out at? I'm going to give the New York Knicks a C. Nothing really good or bad happened to the Knicks at the trade deadline. They traded Austin Rivers and forward Iggy Brezdaikis and received Vincent Poirier, Terrence Ferguson, and a 2021 second rounder. None of these additions, I don't think, will make much of an impact. Although there were a lot of rumors that the Knicks were thinking about getting Andre Drummond, the Lakers ended up beating them to it. So not much here for the Knicks. I'm giving them a C. Wrapping off with the Raptors, they're one of the more interesting ones, being that Kyle Lowry actually sold his house uh, in preparation for the trade deadline. So I'm curious to see, now that they actually retained him, what kind of grade you're giving them? 
Yeah, John. Well, Kyle Lowry needs to find a way to get that house back first, I think. Uh, also, in the Raptors a C. The Raptors made two moves, uh, or lack thereof, that average out to a C. One move that was good uh, and one move that was bad. The good move was trading Norman Powell for Gary Trent. Um, y- yes, Norman Powell was playing well. Um, I've always talked about how good he is and I like him as a player. But Gary Trent is younger and has very high upside. Um, the Raptors also got Rodney Hood in the trade as well, who um, he's not been great, but I think he, he, he's still young and he can turn things around. Uh, the bad move for the Raptors was holding on to Kyle Lowry. They apparently were close to a deal with the 76ers, uh, but were asking an extremely high asking price with several first rounders, uh, Matisse Thibault, Tyrese Maxey, um, which the Sixers didn't want to budge. So they probably should have lowered that price considering they are not competing for a title this year and Kyle Lowry is 35 years old. So they could have definitely tried to get some assets in return. So I'm giving the Toronto Raptors a C.